Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Uh, we are your hosts, Johnny and John. Hello there. And today we will be talking about Morningstar by Pierce Brown, the third book in the Red Rising trilogy. So I had read this previously, and this, this was a re-listen for me. Uh, John, this was your first time. What did you think of the conclusion? Um, it was it was very satisfying. Um, and you know, it's I'm I'm coming into this book with a desperate need for a resolution to a number of things, <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I would say it, it delivered on on that just as just as like on the more urgent factors just as quickly as it needed to um and then the the ultimate resolution i thought was very good as well um it it follows without getting too much into it too quickly it follows a a structure and a principle that i that is kind of uh candy like for me sometimes like it's 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 very much in line with what i like to read um so i i i don't know it's it's hard for me to pick a favorite of the three mm -hmm. um i think that they probably all have different strengths um but yeah, suffice it to say that I um, enjoyed the whole trilogy. It was a wild ride, and this was um, definitely a worthy uh, uh, entry into that. Good to know. Glad that you. This is a good, a good uh, recommendation. Uh, what What did you mean? Well, first of all, spoilers for mostly Winning Star, but the entire Red Rising trilogy. Uh, and not none of the no, nothing from the well, what was a sequel trilogy, but it's not four books. <laughs> uh, right, the the the, the two or three that follow this, um, I haven't read those. Yeah, so, so uh, we're good yeah. there. Uh, what did you mean when you said the structure is like candy for you in particular? <laughs> um, I maybe structure is the wrong word. It's it's the it's the way that the um that the resolution and final conflict and climax unfolded um basically that it um is is a whole um scheme <laughs> that okay. is is um is re is really good for uh showing you know the connivance of of everybody involved um and it, it particularly was it what it does with Cassius um or Cassius it it's really uh that's just a, a plus as far as what it does with him um and i just yeah i i like um uh ace up i guess ace up the sleeve moments is what i'd uh, call them okay yes <laughs> the, this happens in um well definitely in Artemis Fowl a couple of, uh, at least a couple of times. Yeah, there's just fewer of them that have that. That's like his whole thing kind of, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um and 
the, the any other examples are escaping me right now, but I really like it when a character um, shows that um, you know they they kind of have the the game figured out and have um, had the 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 answer to their um, quandary. Not necessarily all along, but they were able to pull something out to get the win as far as a, a, a trickery or a greater understanding sort of deal of, okay. of the situation. Yeah, no, that's, it's cool when it's well done. I think it's mostly well done here and we can get into that when we reach. The there is, I'm, I'm curious what you will have to say about, I know that there is a common complaint about how it's done. Um, and I definitely want to get into that, but that will be for later. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, because I have to make this joke, the book starts out with yet another uh, sci-fi fantasy protagonist in a box. <laughs> uh, he is in a box, and I don't think that we should even say no I'm, what the other series no, is. That's, that's too much of a spoiler. No, but, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but yes, those who know, if you know, you know. Um, yes, it does, and um, it is. Just, I don't know, it, the the mere fact of and, and uh, breadth of the uh, betrayal and the failure that happened at the end of Golden Sun um, is is really hard to top. Um, but it and, and, and I don't think this necessarily did. I was just like, OK, we, we've established what sort of situation we're in. And I was like, oh, this is really compelling, but I didn't um, think about it one way or the other other than, oh, okay, they, he took one chapter to describe it, and now it's done. And I, was, and, I, and I remember being most thankful that he only spent the amount of time on it that was needed, both in terms of him being in the box and him being in captivity and hopeless in general, which were like, I want to say, one chapter and three chapters, respectively. Yeah, yes, that sounds correct. And I agree. I'm glad that, especially when he was in the box, like, I'm glad we got, not glad, but like, it worked well that we got what we got of the description of his experience there, but mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't have helped, it wouldn't have, done more for the book to spend more time there right right yeah he he got uh, pierce brown got uh was able to communicate uh not only that how and that it was um uh torture for him but why he kind of really put us in his place where um we're made to understand that um he um he operates so much in the context of bouncing off of other people that um, it's it's just this is just not tenable for him whatsoever. Which which is interesting because Darrow specifically brings that point up later. I think it's when he's talking. He I forget it's it's the scene when he's back with the Sons of Ares and he's talking to the troops and he specifically says I forget who he's talking to, but or it's, if it's just narration, but. It's he's basically saying, yeah, I'm I like my motivation and identity and who I am comes from from 
being with other people. Yes, um, he does. It, 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 I think I do remember that it's not long after he gets semi settled in, um, back in the, um, mines. Yes. Um, but he, it is a reiteration because he does, um, mention that, um, when he, when he's in the box. Oh, okay. Then I'm, <laughs> yeah. To- totally missed that, but makes sense. I did think it was pretty sad that he was so broken that, and which makes sense given how everything was described that initially when, um, when like Trigg and Holiday are trying to rescue him, that he doesn't initially believe that they're trying to rescue him and that it's just another trick from the jackal. That was pretty, that was rough, but also fitting given all that he went through. Very believable. Yeah. I mean, it was a, he everything um, like unraveled at the end of Golden Sun as like an elaborate illusion before his eyes, you know, and and he knew that the jackal was it's like and and he even after this amount of time, he still doesn't know the depths of the jackal's uh, creativity and cruelty and malice. Um, and so he's just thinking, yeah, how, how is this go? How is this going to hurt me? <laughs> and I don't yes. understand it, but, but it's going to hurt and I don't know how, but <laughs> it will. Um, but yeah, that is, yeah. that is, it is, it is sad and it is a testament to, um, the, the Jackal's efficacy as a villain. Yeah. He, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the villains later because they, the, he has a very good rogue, it's not even a rogues gallery because that's a good, very superhero type of idea, but like he, Darrow, Darrow's different antagonists reflect different parts of him and different parts of the society that he is fighting against, but we can, and the, I think the Jackal is certainly the, pretty unarguably worst of those by lots of measures, but we can get into some of the others later. He's kind of a superhero to the Reds. Arguably. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Super Red. (laughs) But yeah. That sounds like like either a a Power Ranger or a Superman... uh, (laughs) variation or villain or something <laughs> why not both <laughs> yeah pro- probably both mm-hmm. i'm sure it probably is both anyways but <laughs> the crossover that um has ar- either already happened or is bound to happen yes yeah yes. um oh. but so the um yeah it's and, and kind of we've been uh, talking around the whole um moment of his rescue and that rescue was um just gave me so much life mm-hmm. especially the uh i mean as uh and it's and it's funny because we compared we we compared the end of golden sun to a certain event in another high fantasy series. Yes. Um, and it's funny because 
the the line in this is Ares sends his regards, and that is also a feature, but uh, of of that of that other scene. But it is the has the exact opposite effect, um, because it is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. It's it's Savro who has attained. Uh, Sam Gamgee best friend status in my eyes. Uh, saying F U, uh-huh. saying F U to <laughs> the <laughs> well, the society, but particularly Cassius and I. I think Aja is also there. I forget if she is or not. But um, no, no, it's just it's just like bit grays. It's it's just like a bunch of grays. I think there with because you know Tr- Trig and Holiday are blending in oh, it's just before never mind yeah. yeah it's just the grays and Darrow at yeah, the time right. uh, which that EM the EMP blast moment was very cool <laughs> yes yes it was um and it's it was it was good to see cuz you know th- this is 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 one of the things that I I like about the series is that the the tactics used by one side are not automatically like taboo for the other side to do yes um we had the emp that screwed darrow and them over um in golden sun during the invasion and now it's getting used for the good guy's benefit like i i i like that the tools are just tools yes yeah and that will and and that comes up later in several instances. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but did Trig have to die? Honestly, I kind of forget. I kind of forgot that, like, <laughs> about, like, um, Trig was, as a character. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, look, he was... Um, he, here. Here is one thing, though. Like, he was um, disposable. He was definitely that. Um, and it was good to show, like... It's good to show stakes when you're able to show stakes as an author. Um, But I thought that given that, you know, uh, Holiday was always kind of cynical and unimpressed with Darrow as a whole and Trigg was a total fanboy. Um, And so when Trigg died, I was like, oh, so this is going to like cause some tension and uh with with holiday and cause her to turn against him but their relationship kind of i mean she didn't disappear she did some stuff afterwards but their relationship kind of stopped which was not what i expected to happen that's odero and holiday holidays yeah that's true i i it maybe is partially a thing of we're in the finale and so all and so now it's just the primary relationships that are really going to get screen time but i i agree it is a, is a little bit odd right yeah i just i'm just i'm just noting that it's odd i'm not saying that it would have even necessarily helped the book to expand on that just is it's just is is one of many things that i i did expect to go one way and did not end up going that way Mm. That makes sense then. Yep. And so yeah, as you mentioned, Severo is um is is Ares now. Um and you know, he's he's being very uh Severo about it. 
I guess. Um, he's just kind of yes. got this um, surly salt the earth sort of attitude. Um, and, you know, actually, um, who is that? Oh, Harmony. Yes. Um, Harmony, we end up learning, this is a bit of an aside, but Harmony, we end up learning, she was the one who sold Darrow out. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, and Golden Sun, yeah. I, I, I don't know if she's going to, she would like make an appearance or have a role in the next trilogy, but we never, we like never touch on her again. She doesn't get, uh, come up and they don't, um, deal with her in any way. They don't come across her. That, that was, I don't, that is weird. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know if I enjoy that oversight. So I, as a general thing with this book, I think it's better than Golden Sun. Well, first of all, I I have come around more to the Golden Sun probably moves too fast idea, in part because I think this book does it better with that in terms of letting certain moments breathe more. That yeah. being said, I, there are still some times where it moves past things too quickly. That would be one of them where, yeah, like I would think that they would have sat more with one of the most awful betrayals <laughs> I've read or listened to in a book series. Right. Just, just, just kind of a, just, you just have to be reminded of what her, um, and, and what was it basically? It was like, um, it, it was, I didn't even write a note down about it because I right no right it, it, yeah, it didn't, I, I it didn't, didn't really yeah, it play didn't run, right it didn't play very strongly um, because I, it was just that um, he they, they were he he didn't set off the bomb at right. at, at the at the at the party thing um, and they were doing things their own way and they were being somewhat successful in that. And I think she presented that <laughs> like it was, it was as, as about as bad a motivation as you could possibly get. Not bad in terms of bad writing, but like bad in terms of yes. um, just, just morally, despicable, whatever, morally yeah. despicable. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, it wasn't regardless. Yeah. Regardless, it was a bad motivation or not very well explored which right is annoying but also i don't know it's as i think I, I, I mentioned before with a lot of stuff in this book it's just a factor of of we're in the finale and so we have like finale things to do <laughs> right um, which isn't it which doesn't yeah. like wave it away but i think that's probably where like Pierce Brown's head was when he, in terms of right choosing what gets more screen time and focus versus not. And I guess she, because she was um, one of the, let me, let me think, other than people that were actually in the, uh, the mine with Darrow, she is, she is the, like the oldest character by seniority in the trilogy. So her and maybe some other person that he that he um, found when he woke up from being dead. Uh, but 
I guess he, she didn't have a lot, a, a lot of screen time or enough screen time to justify a resolution. Um, but yeah, we, we can, we can move on from this. I just, I just wanted to no, kind of yeah. point that out. No, it's notable. Um, uh, the holler hazing initiation scene was pretty funny. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was. I yeah. don't have a ton on that other than it was a fun scene. Right. Uh, and it, it just, yeah, it's, it's an interesting study of how, like, like the howlers were always Severos, even yeah. though they were at times nominally Darrows. Right. Um, at least as far as most people were concerned, they were Darrows, but Darrow always knew that they belonged to Severo. Yes. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's not, wouldn't necessarily have been an important distinction, but it kind of becomes an important distinction, Mm -hmm. um, given the tension that they end up going through. Yes, they get to have their talk. I call the toxic masculinity beatdown. It, yeah, um, it not not in time. Kind of saying that a little bit cheekily, but yeah, it's it's um yeah it's 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 an interesting um intersection of 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 those things because yeah that that is basically how they resolve. But I mean, I. This is where this is the first serious subversion of the book for me because mm. I I didn't expect a resolution there really or at least I didn't expect a a total mending of the friendship you know I it, it's it was really focused on the on the friendship element and it uh was an example of uh, strife causing a friendship to grow stronger, which I think um, is not the first thing I would have thought of when you see, oh, he, the the Howlers are more loyal to him, and he's been Ares for a while, so now he's uh, he has all these like kind of kind of allegiances to him, and. You know, usually that that sort of drama goes in the direction of oh, they're good. It's 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 only one of them. The town is only big enough for one of them, sort of deal. Um, but this was a much more uh, optimistic and wholesome take on it. That you know, this they they are friends and they can come back from it. No, I I like that. That's it's a yeah. I appreciated how. Um... That it was handled. Right. And just, yeah. And, and, and they obviously, you know, they find the need to, uh, resolve it by, um, getting themselves worked up into a frenzy and throwing themselves at one another before they're able to go through it, get through it because, you know, Severo is this just, ball of quiet rage and Darrow is this is this ball of loud rage ball of loud rage (laughs) yep (laughs) yep um and they just and this was always how it was was gonna go (laughs) yeah 
if if it was gonna if it was gonna get fixed. Yeah, which I appreciate because he there aren't he he tends to outside of a few instances like in Ret- the two that come to mind are the Cassius uh the final Cassius thing in Red Rising when Cass like their conversation and then Cassius leaves and then the Mustang scene at the end of Golden Sun there aren't. Maybe it's a testament to those scenes, but like the scenes in this one are examples where the emotional conflict resolution or just, or I should say, scenes about the emotional conflict is particularly more effective or affecting. More effective than what? Like, uh, it's like some of the other, like those scenes were the. I'll have to think of more concrete examples, but like so, some of the other stuff, I don't care quite as much about. Um, well, that's, I don't like that phrasing, but yeah. I, I just think those scenes are particularly good. They are, yeah. That and the one in Golden Sun where um, he, uh, like he he tells Severo that he's a red and he has like. A breakdown Ooh, based mm-hmm. on you know being able to tell someone that yeah those I guess it is that um, there are there they are I don't want to say few and far between but it it it, it is a fast these are fast paced um, scenes and a, and a fast paced story in general so these moments where you're able to sit and and they're kind of quiet moments which aren't isn't necessarily synonymous with emotionally affecting moments but they are um i i guess they stand out more because they are not moving at breakneck speed like everything else that's going on yes yeah speaking of breakneck speed uh so the quicksilver like capture mission is very cool but it does highlight one thing the series does do a couple times that I don't love is there are the, there are some of these antagonists, like particularly some of the Olympic Knights, they get introduced and are off functionally right away. So like the Death Knight dies in this sequence, and like Ragnar kills him. Oh, it is in the name. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't really care, and that kind of happens a couple times. Like I kind of feel that way about, and I get it. They're not really they're not really characters like they're just kind of world building pieces and and right. that's fine but like i i did notice like it's there are a few of those where like they're built up or at least talked about as if they're supposed to be significant and then they're just kind of wasted right away <laughs> by whoever they're fighting is there uh, is it because there's they're knights and there's even i think at the at the end of the book there's there's the truth knight and um, I don't know, maybe a radiant knight somewhere, and they just seem like that they um, should be more important. I, I'm I'm going to leave that one there, but <laughs> uh, um, um, no, I I get that, I get that. Uh, um, I maybe you, you're going to point to that, but go ahead. <laughs> maybe I, maybe it's a um, an example of the trope of like you just kind of. Uh, set up this 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 obstacle with a cool sounding name who has d- deeds a b and c and then you have your 
hero or your villain um dispatch them and then they're like whoa the hero or, or the villain is really is really cool because they were able to get they were able to get rid of the morning night or whatever whatever it was no and that's um, that's true and that's it's not a huge deal um he doesn't make it he doesn't make it like if you or like he doesn't make it like for Darrow, it's not like a big deal, but it's just like oh, in world, the because some of them do matter, obviously, like the fear, like Aja and like and yeah, Cassius. Uh, so I, I don't know. It wasn't Cassius like, has a title as well. Yeah, he's one of the. He's I think he might be mourning. Yeah, he might I, actually he, be mourning. Yeah. That sounds correct. Um. Yeah. On, yeah. I, I, on paper, it does sound cool to be to just be like the the morning night beat the death night and the morning night is the only one left standing um but it is it is not backed up with any sort of character on the part of the guy that died without any fanfare you know right, <laughs> so, right. so so yeah i now i understand what you're saying yeah now now like if we we certainly get like anti like like there there are well, the big character that lives up to their reputation in general is Aja. I mean, we'll get to her later. <laughs> yes. Um, in terms of just battle prowess, but <clears throat> God, yeah. Um, and and Roke in a different way, which we will we'll get to soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, and this oh, so this is the leads to the the big revolution. This is really kind of the only big revolution scene we get. Um. In, on Phobos, when they like when the actual the most the most literal red rising that we see in the whole trilogy, uh, where all the colors be just totally rebel. That um, was so evocative, yes, for me because mm-hmm. mainly because of just like the slow, steady beat that Brown describes of like I, it might be. Um, go like fists against their chest or something. I forget entirely, but um, it 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 definitely had this uh, sense of a inevitable drumbeat marching forward. Um, to um, probably 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 to Octavia and to the Jackal, both of them. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. I, I immediately. It, th- th- that scene has a sound to me. So, <laughs> no, what so, I'm trying to say. no, speci- I specifically wrote down that when, especially when the image of Darrow flying with his honor guard, like to go escape, I had the song Ashes on Fire, which is the, it's the main, like, musical theme from the final season of Attack on Titan stuck in my head. Okay. Um, that, if you haven't heard of that, that makes sense, but. Like it, uh, it's an was, anime's. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, that was my. I, I very much also had that sound for the scene. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not sure where else it's going to fit in again. So I do want to. I, I probably should have done this earlier. Um, there, there is a scene that comes up. I think not long after that where mustang and um and darrow are at, touch base with um the jackal again for the first time 
um, that we they, and I think it's it's the first time since that dinner table scene that we actually see the jackal, and um, the jackal just kind of like he's obviously kind of surprised by some things, but he takes it all in stride and um, he says to he just really casually says to Darrow, it's like, no, yeah, I, I, you, you, you mess up on this and I'm going to put you back in that box and I'm going to put, um, everyone's heads in there with you, which he, he didn't like that. That was not the case before. Um, but it's basically like Ragnar, Severo, Mustang, you know, they're going to torment you by just being in there, severed heads. And, and, and Mm -hmm. I just, um, felt, like I was in Darrow's place being like, okay, if I am in Darrow's position right now, I have to keep a straight face and breathe out normally and not show that that's getting to me because it's totally getting to me. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Cause he's just like, you're in command. You have to just get the job done and worry about the Jackal and his threats later. Right. The, the, these are it's it's not like they're empty threats um, because he absolutely will do it. But they're you have to focus on trying to avoid that. Don't let yourself uh, get mired. Your, your brain get mired in like how awful it would be. <laughs> so, yes, I don't know. Yeah. So the obsidians. Yes, the obsidian. Uh, I so. For some reason, when I initially I remembered this, I, for some reason, I thought they were, like, all on Pluto. <laughs> I don't, like... Because I remember, cause I remember like, an image of, like... I remember an image of them, obviously, being, like, on a pole of sorts. And, like, a north or south pole. And I just... In my mind, I'm like, oh, they were on Pluto. And then I'm like, no, like, they're on all of the poles of the different planets that have them. <laughs> And <laughs> I mean, Obsidian is black because he didn't want to have a color black. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know that's in its in its in its purest form. That's uh, parallel to Hades, which is yeah. Pluto. So it, I, yeah, I, I I understand it, and it's 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 even an ice world. Um, yes. But Pluto, Neptune, and Pluto are like, um. They're they're outer rim entities that are that have different things going on. Yeah, but I I was I I remember thinking before the obsidian part happened that like I really wanted to see the obsidians. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the main things that I wanted to see. Um, and I am gl- I'm I'm glad that I got it, but for some reason. It it did at times feel like more of an aside of a side quest than a main quest. It, it kind because of, it's basic. It kind of is like right. I'm I'm imagining it of like um like it's it's a like loyalty mission in like Mass Effect or something, which are the main quests in the game. But well, it's like okay, you got to get Ragnar's loyalty and his like clan with him. Mm-hmm. Um. And well, like you failed the, uh, you 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 didn't have access to the right dialogue, so Ragnar died. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that like, was. It, it, it that definitely was, felt like that. Yeah. Go ahead. 
that was, I mean, yeah, that was, um, un- really sad, um, that yeah. Ragnar went. It was also really fortunate that he was able to last long enough for, um, his sister to yes. get there and have him say, hey, this guy's cool and you should listen to him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that was the... Yeah, because that must have been like the... He's like, okay, this would be a good time, good place for Ragnar to die, and I want Darrow to have the uh, a harder time getting through to these people, and I want it to be more of a challenge for him. Um, but uh, the the plot hole with that is oh no, they're just going to kill him right away or dismiss him out of hand. So I need I need them to meet just for like two seconds. The, yes. Ragnar and his sister. Yeah. No, and, and that was the... Ragnar's conversation with Sefi was... I I think it was the only moment in the trilogy that like really had me tearing up. Um, it was... That scene in particular was, was well done. Yeah, um, it was... I... Well, it was interesting because, because well, one, this um, is just directly tied into the demonstration of um, Aja's prowess, mm-hmm. which like, and this gives us more of a reason because when she like falls down that crevice, oh, and then and then it's, it's we're like, yeah, no, no yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it, it, um, it, not, not even the characters really believe, like Darrow doesn't right. believe it, like it's not. Yeah. Which I kind of appreciated that he didn't try to do like, well, like he just later, like he he doesn't he didn't try to do the fake death. They like, they really. these authors know by now that we need a body. Well, <laughs> we some need of a them, body. Some of them do, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So she that that gives us more um fuel to kind of want them to go after her later. So that's that's helpful. Um, I it just was like I was kind of unsure what was going to happen because I could see it going any sort of way. You know, Ragnar fighting Aja and Aja was kind of had the upper hand the entire time. But it was really a matter of could they um, incapacitate her before she was able to actually win it? And it turned out they couldn't. and then there was the um my just readers instincts were like okay they um Mustang just saved Ragnar from the big giant fish and the and the um and the water and she pulled him out of the water just a little what after they landed and they were able to get him and so it's like oh and now he's just going to die anyway here so i was like so part of me was like, oh, there's no way that, that he's going to die here now after they've already saved him. Mm. Um, so I guess I was just. Yeah, I was not as immediately sad just because I was um, trying to adjust to the situation in real time. That makes sense because it is because it is like you, you do expect in that since you you expect them to beat Aja a little bit no yeah you you do um or or at least like if not kill her then like yeah so that that's a fair a fair but this... yeah the whole the whole thing with um the scene with um with her and her mom like Sefi and the mom 
is 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 I really I really liked and and basically Darrow helping them do their own like Olympus yes. takeover except mm-hmm. it was Valhalla or yeah I think Valhalla um or Asgard it's one of the two I um, think Val uh I think it's Asgard because I think it's no well well no, nor what Norse <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're yeah. their Norse version um. That was all really. That was all pretty satisfying too. Yeah, and and they did bring back one of the uh, proctors. I forget which one. Um, Apollo, they, I think. Oh, so he yeah he got he got transferred to yeah to was Norway it? to Norway to Mars <laughs> Nor- Martian Norway to Martian Norway yes. Which which I I mean I appreciated like I I talked about like the Death Knight and the kind of. The antagonist, although I guess he was more of a, he was like kind of an actual character in Red Rising, but like, like I, I appreciated that like he got brought back in some way, even if it's basically just to get his butt kicked. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just uh, a, a callback that serves to make the, make the world more three dimensional. I mean, you don't, you don't have like a, like a, a different villain for every point on Darrow's journey, just kind of placed there. You have people making their own movements through the world, and he, he, we just happen to meet him again. I guess maybe that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, like that. I think that brings us because once they get the obsidians, that brings us to the um, the to the to the sword to the sword armada yes portion of the, of the of the book which is our um it's it's well uh, two among other things two things it's it's our um introduction to the or at least first visit to the outer rim and it is our um our big space battle of the trilogy yes and it delivers, particularly this, yeah, it delivers on all of those pretty well. It re- it really does. I mean, there was there was more to see with the outer rim. I I would I I don't want you to say one way or the other, but I do um, would hope that it comes would come up in the next trilogy a little so, more so, so because I am quite curious. Yeah, I hope it is too. I um. No, I actually forget. I wouldn't be able to tell you if I... I, I think it does, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell you if it did. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But... But, yes. Yeah. Yeah. As, as far as the battle goes, it was just... It was it was, it was was very w- well written. Um, in particular, the... Um, the reintroduction of the drills the quadrils are great as as a mm-hmm. as a tool for getting into the mothership of that armada is a the the exactly the kind of callback i like to see and yes. him like utilizing the entirety of his experiences to attain victory yeah and Voke throughout the whole section is is a really compelling antagonist, both from the meeting with um I forget his name, the leader of the Moon Lords through his death is a very compelling antagonist. Um, he is. He is. And my favorite part about it is well well one, how 
you know, I I expected this. This was a, a, a like a, another big subversion for me. I expected a a sort of you know after Roke has had some time away, maybe maybe things are different, and you know they had a pretty solid friendship built, and maybe they could um maybe they could work it out. Maybe maybe he could oh, find okay. maybe he could find redemption for participating in the even in the betrayal. Did, did you even think that after the what after the um the meeting with the Moon Lords after he basically like like up until up until the end? Um, I uh, probably not after the Moon Lords okay. meeting. Okay. I mean it it didn't take long into actually dealing with. Roke and and yeah, kind of the extra fallout that happened at that point. Um, that was definitely the nail in the coffin. Um, but yeah, it was it was only like in the first half of the book that I was like, maybe it's gonna come down. Maybe that this is still gonna happen because I I did think that there was gonna be some sort of redemption after the end of Golden Sun. I I definitely thought that, but yeah. Yeah, that 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 did come away pretty quickly. I I can I can see that, but I think what really works about him not being having redemption is that he he is a representative of going back to what I think we had talked about Augustus a little bit, where he is kind of he is kind of a true believer, and that's and he that is the death of him. <laughs> He is. He is one hundred. Like he and Augustus and Cassius yes, are one hundred percent true believers. Um, and it even reaches into his, um, arguably his his personal relationships because I think that where we got um diverted with at least where I got diverted with all of this is thinking that. You know, because especially because he said, uh, Roke said to him, you know, we I was a a true friend to you, and the more that I thought about that, the more that I realized that the word true is more loaded than him than him saying, you know, we were real friends, and that's all that I wanted to be. No, he wanted like to be a true friend in a moral sense, because as, as a kind of the poetic guy that he is, he, he's all about being true in, in the kind of capital T true in, again, a sort of a moralistic way. Yes. Well, that's, that's why he gets it, so pissed at the, during the Moonlord stuff when he, when, because he doesn't know about the bombs, right? And so when Darrow like pulls that out, he's like, like it's this curveball that he didn't expect and didn't really know how to deal with. Well, right. Part of part of that was a, a lie. That was that was partial. It was a partial lie on Darrow's part, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. um, because he's he's R- Roke is a really is a sensitive soul, but he's also um, really inclined toward the. Um, like a uh, glory-filled side of the gold, the, of the golds, because it is um, right, 
right and true and honorable and not because of the actual good feeling that glory brings. You know, he 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 puts all of his sensitivity into into that understanding and yearn of and yearning for the uh, the the glory the glory of gold. Yes, I guess. Yeah, whereas Cassius kind of well, the difference is Cassius then flips, <laughs> uh-huh. um, and like Cassius did it like where, where Roke almost wanted to see past that wall. Cassius eventually did. Right, and I mean the the to get a little bit of a head the 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 cynical reading of that is like oh it's because Darrow had the hollow cube of Jackal carrying out that assassination or trying to carry out that assassination um, that really turned Cassius um, where he was like okay this is the Jackal is obviously not where honor lies and I'm going to be on the side of honor. Um, but I don't want to have that reading. I, I guess I, I would like a, a a reading that points to some uh, character advantage of Cassius over Roke that might point to why he was reachable and Roke wasn't. I think the scene with them rewatching the video, I, I, a more charitable reading would be that the scene where they're like rewatching all of Rogue's videos from the Institute was part of what made Cassius see like what who the right side was. Um or at least that he had the capacity to already and that the walking through those videos and like what he went through with Darrow remind helped remind him of their bond right and that and that put that um foremost in his mind again whereas the whole thing with the um with uh, with with julian was just a little less fresh i suppose yes that also Mm -hmm. and he and and dare in that scene darrow even asks him basically what i've always wanted him to ask him which is i if i remember right it was basically like what what exactly did you want me to do in that yeah. room mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that was uh, so that was pretty good that and well well he says this later but like cassius says this later but the before i wrote down with Mugarsh to that was like my heart and Probably my favorite quote in the series, it might be, is only one, I, one of the only ones I wrote down. My heart was my brother, and I no longer believe in a world that says he was too weak to deserve life. Uh, did Cassius, he say... He, he, when, well, he, go ahead. Where, when did he say that, and to no, whom he, did he say it? He says that later. I forget who he says it to, but it's it's after the... Um, I think he says it to with Octavia. I think he says it to Octavia. Yeah, it's it's in that final. It's in that the scene on Luna. I but like mm-hmm. it's it's not during the scene with Darrow uh, mm-hmm. invokes in the memories, but it's it's later. But it's about Julian, right? Um, yeah. So like I, I I'm inclined to think yeah that he it was Darrow coupled with like you said the finally realizing. That like 
Darrow was not the sole reason his brother died. No, no, there was so there was so much more involved yeah. there, and it, and it, and honestly, it 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 makes sense that the um the the structure of um of the institute, which is basically how the society or upper echelons of society at least um are built uh is would they would say yeah don't pay attention to any of that blame blame the individuals who are participating in it against their will essentially blame everybody but the people who built the system yes mhm but yeah that that is a you know the the context in which he says that is the result of the grand scheme yes. of which I have spoke of which I speak. <laughs> yes. Um, which is which is the point at which um, I've found a bit of a diversion with other, or or at least a deviation with other um, readers. That okay. I've seen talk about it because they really don't like the fact that, you know, um, throughout the um, the execution of the plan, we are from Darrow's perspective, who knows about the plan, and he does indicate at points that he is genuinely feeling certain emotions that he would not be feeling because like like with Severo in particular when Severo apparently dies yes he's, he's he's genuinely like in despair and heartbroken and 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 like I feel for Brown because he has to find the point where it is believable in hindsight that he would react this way yes i did and this is a, just a structure a like narrative voice thing i guess like maybe voice is the right word uh his i did i did think there was somewhat of a lack of internal monologue about what was going on especially once they got into like the throne room or whatever to the octavia's like pal uh her there cover. was there was uh, yeah oh there was okay or, or lack, i think yes I okay I well okay yeah I checked back on the scene after um hearing that complaint and it it wasn't long until I saw that um yeah, that that reaction from Dara where it's like wow you're really hamming it up for your own brain <laughs> because I I was like yeah I don't I I don't think there's much internal log I don't think there's much inconsistency here but there there is there is some there is so I so I think that is a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, if I, if if you re, if you if it really bothers you, it doesn't bother me. Um, I, I it doesn't think bother me. Good. I think it's fine. I'm probably more easily. I'm probably more easily swayed to it bothering me than not. But that would also take a bit of swaying. It's ultimately, it's a ultimately it's a very strong climax. And so it, none of that, it, it it ultimately didn't lessen my enjoyment that much because there's mm-hmm. a lot of other cool things that happen and that happen because of that. 
Right. There's the um, reveal that Cassius has turned, which which is so important because it is a representation of of one of the best of golds being of gold being turned yes him him and him him and mustang like the 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 line i keep thinking of is from golden sun where he's based i think it's in golden sun where he's basically like mustang is the key in terms of like if if he if, if she's not if we can't turn her then it's it's hopeless and the unspoken thing that i kind of thought on that was then we do really have to burn it all to the ground <laughs> like if like mustang is like not able to be turned uh right there is, no, there is nothing sal- there is nothing salvageable yes. about the current but, ruling class yes. essentially and, yeah and and and, and cassius is a is as the other the only the other character that you, i would put in that uh, yes. category yeah um and it ended up for in the sense in uh, Mustang's case, it ended up being uh, literal because of the role that she ends up playing. Well, y- yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it works in it works in both ways. Um, so uh, we had we have uh, Cassius um, getting Cassius um, having a ver a uh, comeuppance on Aja, uh, who is. Also, who also really put up a really, really good fight. Oh yeah, it's because in, in a scene that basically felt like which Darrow Severo's resurrection was a very cool pre moment to that prologue moment to that, and the in a moment where the kind of I guess it's yeah Darrow Cassius Severo and Mustang versus Aja felt kind of like a try like a victory lap almost, but yeah she she could have. There are parts of that where she could have conceivably won. <laughs> I think that she she had it before Severo. Like yes. she like yeah, I think yes. that she she was gonna get out of it before Severo. Severo's resurrection was the only time that I can remember like whooping out I loud yes. after reading something in a book. It's it's a really really cool moment. The only other um, physical reaction I had was when reading Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead, and that was to throw it across the <laughs> face I was in. At um, some point, I uh, yeah. Well, let's we don't have to get into Ayn Rand. I haven't read any of her stuff. I, I think about it every once in a while reading it, and then. Well, yeah. Then remember, I won't get that time back. But <laughs> it's 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 a lot, and it's a lot of time to spend. Yes. Yeah. Um. But at least if you want a a semi semi decent read, because anthem anthem is just badly written. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good to know. And it's short, but it's badly written. Um. But yeah. So we have yeah, because several's resurrection and uh, the fight with Aja and um. And and then basically the jackal's last gasp, as well. And I kind of thought, in a way, it was like appropriate that he was the final villain of the series because he he's really more of a villain than I mean Octavia is like the big bad kind of she's like the emperor or whatever she's in charge, but like 
like the, the jackal is really Darrow's like main antagonist. Is Darrow's main antagonist, and he he cuts a more unique figure yes. than than does Octavia because she is a she is a very competent like em- emperor figure, but there could have been another one. There could have been another Octavia there um, yeah, she, in her not, place. Yes, whereas J- Jackal is. His own his own thing. Yeah, he, I mean, well, he's the he's it's all the unhinged and worst parts of what humans are capable of, and like one person, <laughs> right? <laughs> what was that, that that line of um, he's the villain they don't know how to write stories about? Yes, yes. I think that's from Golden Sun. I think yes. But they he wrote a story about him. <laughs> yes, he did. He wrote three. Sure. I don't. Sure. I don't. Sure I don't. Point of view. <laughs> Other than just kind of him making him seem kind of badass, I don't fully understand that line. Yeah, uh, I. Yeah, I don't. Well, I think it's just like he's a. Yeah, I don't know. He's a special flavor of monster, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um. But yeah, um, and the the. The type, the part where they said the thing, uh, the uh, when they renamed Roke's ship into Morningstar, um, was we kind of got a sense of what the what the Morningstar was, kind of a, a figure that people look to for you know inspiration towards a better tomorrow, basically. Um, and yeah, that was supposed to be. Darrow, though in in all intents and purposes, it does end up being Mustang at the very end. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, and I did like the scene of her marching to the Senate chamber. Um, Yes, that that was that was cool. Yeah, all the senators were kind of quaking in their boots. Oh yeah, that was yeah. appropriate. <laughs> yeah, well, we made it. We did. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the most. Yeah, I. It's a really solid trilogy, and I think this is probably my favorite of the three. Like on, a re- like I used to, it was Golden Sun before, but after this, going through this again, I think this one's probably my favorite. Yeah, I, I. I I yeah I agree. It's 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 pretty close. It's it's not far and above far and away, but yeah, I I think it is too. Yeah, I would agree. I I think they progressively get better, but but yeah, it's not it's not like Golden Sun is that much worse than this one. No, yeah, not at all. But yeah, that's the that's the trilogy. It's a really fun read. Yeah, no, glad we glad we were able to go get through it. Yep. Okay, I guess that will do it for this episode. Uh, once again, we are your hosts, John and Johnny, and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>